Top Sport on SAFM. Well, load shedding playing havoc with our computer systems. So we will go to that report by Michael Flismas a little later on in the show and hear what happened on day one of the Danefern Champs event on the Sunshine's Tour, the penultimate event of that particular tournament. Let me tell you what is going on in football in the, Ura- in the UEFA Europa League. It is nil-nil between Feyenoord and Roma after 37 minutes. But right now, it gives me great pleasure to have in the studio our two Olympians on a sport that I don't get to see that much these days, but I was very, very heavily involved for many, many years in the sport of artistic gymnastics. It's a passion for me, having watched it at the Olympics in Athens in 2004. We'll talk about that a little later on. But we have in studio our two guests, Caitlin Ruskrantz and Naveen Daris, who've joined us, who've walked up six flights of stairs to be here, have made a, a terrific effort. Ladies, welcome. Such a lovely pleasure to have you in the SAFM studio. Thank you so much for having us, Michael. It's a pleasure to be here. And I know you've just come out of your a training session for African Champs coming up quite soon next month. So we're really making you work. Not not too much rest for you today. <laughs> yeah, the flights, the six flights of stairs we had to go up was pretty intense. <laughs> but at least, we, at least we're getting you fit for that. Don't worry, I also had to climb up six flights of stairs and I promise you I'm nowhere near in the shape that you, that you guys are in. Uh, let's just talk about briefly about gymnastics firstly before we talk about all your achievements because they are plentiful and there's so much to chat about. But the sport of artistic gymnastics, when people think about gymnastics, uh, they invariably think about artistic gymnastics. It gets a lot of views, particularly in events like Commonwealth Games, Olympic Games. Everybody wants to watch the artistic gymnastics. So what kindled the interest for both of you? I'll ask you each in turn. When you when you were growing up, what was it that you just des- decided this is the sport for me? Caitlin, we'll start with you. Um, yeah, so I think for me, it was a bit of an interesting story. My parents knew nothing about gymnastics coming okay. from the background that they did. Um, but I was a very busy kid. I think that's the start to every athlete story. Um, and yeah, they didn't really know what to do with me at the time. But a few of their friends actually had a daughter in gymnastics and they recommended to take me there. So at the age of six, I actually started and it started as more of a ho- like a hobby after school thing. But before I knew it, I was in the competition program and I developed such a deep love for it and yeah I am <laughs> uh, my story is quite similar to Caitlin's okay. in some ways so um, I was a very hyper kid <laughs> extremely always running around jumping on everything um, but I actually saw gymnastics on TV when I was about like six I think it was the Olympics I'm not I'm not even exactly sure but anyways I kind of asked my mom if she could like I begged her to take me to a gymnastics club. But I actually first asked for karate at the time, I still remember. Okay. And she ended up just taking me to a gymnastics club. I did a trial lesson and from there, one of the coaches just kind of saw the potential I had and yeah, the rest is history. And you've moved up through the ranks fantastically well. We'll talk about some of the, your uh, major competitions in a little while, but you both coached by Ilsa. She was Ilsa Roots, now Ilsa Pelsa, of course. And I remember commentating on Ilsa before you guys were born. Ilsa <laughs> winning the, the South African Championships in 1995 and holding up this really big trophy in Pretoria. Uh, she's had such an impact on so many gymnasts. And I know you both list her as a big inspiration in your careers. Do you want to elaborate a bit more about what makes her coaching so special to prepare you for these events? 
Yeah, I think that is definitely correct. Ilza is one of, you know, she's become so much more than just a coach to mm. not only me, but a lot of people at JGC, at our club. Right. Um, I think what makes her really special is that she has always went above and beyond what is expected of just an ordinary coach. She goes the extra mile in every sense of the word, whether it's within the club, within our career, if even outside of the club. And she is as driven to for us to achieve our goals as we are and I think mm. for us that is very motivating to have someone that believes in you <laughs> believes in you more than you do and I think yeah she has been there throughout the whole journey um supporting us backing us and believing in us and I think it's been an absolute pleasure to walk this journey with her anything you'd like to add Navi? um yeah just Ilza is someone that has a really big heart very thoughtful she really does do the, go the extra mile for all of us in JGC Gymnastics. And, yeah, she really is an inspiration to all of us. And she's always our biggest motivator and our biggest supporter. Very nicely said. The, 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 as I said earlier, gymnastics now has so many different subdivisions. There's rhythmic gymnastics. You have trampolining, tumbling, uh, rope skipping has now been added, acro, so many different disciplines. But um, artistic gymnastics is the one that obviously gets people excited. So talking about the events that, that we have, we just recently had our national championship and uh, in the old days, we used to have an event in South Africa called the SA Cup, which used to get a lot of television coverage. The coverage these days is maybe a little bit less, and hopefully we can help to try and get more people interested in the sport of gymnastics and, and watching it and supporting you. But having come back from the Olympics, having achieved what you've achieved, what has been the support and what has been the reaction of family and friends and just the gymnastics-loving public? Yeah, I think there's there's definitely been quite an increase in the support that we've had, especially after the Olympics. Mm -hmm. um, especially, I think, it being such a long time since we had South African girls at the Olympic Games. So we broke that drought, um, yeah. Naveen and I, um, proudly. Um, but yeah, I think we have gotten quite a lot of support from the media, from the public um, since our Olympic debut. But um, in my personal opinion, yeah, I think it can definitely still be better. It is a growing sport in South Africa specifically, of which there's a lot of upcoming talent. You know, we are mm. we just there to kind of set the bar, but there are, you know, there are a lot of goals that are coming up that are looking really good, and I believe that you know should get more and more coverage. And then in in terms of how how things work in artistic gymnastics for the women, obviously four apparatus, four different apparatus. You have apparatus finals all arounds as well. And the all around competitions would be for maybe gymnasts pretty multi-skilled, whereas you have your specialist events. The see if I can remember the Olympic order. You've got obviously within the women's event the uh, the, the vault, the bars, uh, the the beam, which I want to ask you about because that scares <laughs> me to death every time I watch it, and the floor, which is the artistically pleasing one that of course is played to music. Unlike in the men's gymnastics situation, is it advisable as as a gymnast to Naveen? I'll ask you this: to specialize in in one particular apparatus and concentrate on that, or is it better to try and spread your talent? across all four um i think right now i think it's kind of best to spread your talents along all four because it's quite hard to travel especially for us being in south africa it's hard for us to travel just for one event mm. so you kind of want to compete as an all-arounder and spread all your talents out like you say just Fair so enough. you can like travel more and experience more as well 
Let's talk about the national championships. You are last year's national champion and then yeah. your, your friend <laughs> sitting alongside you annexed the title a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what has been the level and the standard of, of, of gymnastics coming through? Do you feel that there are gymnasts pushing you all the time? Um, most definitely. I looked at this year's national championships and it was, yeah, it was, I think, one of the best that we've had in a mm. really long time, just in regards to the standard all round um, from all the different provinces. This year really did look pretty strong. And that's why I say I believe we have a lot of upcoming talent and mm. the girls coming up now are looking strong and strong. And I think as we you know, continue to try and raise the bar. We are lifting everyone with us. And nice. there are a lot of people at the bottom also pushing us heavily. So, yeah, I think, you know, it's it's only getting better and it's only to get better. And a lot of clubs opening up, I mean, across the country. I know traditionally, when I started watching gymnastics, the strength areas were particularly Gauteng region, a little bit in the Western Cape and a bit in Durban as well. Have you found that there's been a a, a bigger spread, maybe more gymnasts in in Port Elizabeth, Bloom, maybe those sort of areas, and maybe some of the uh, some of the the township areas, and just get getting some sort of interest in the sport. Um, I think personally, I haven't seen a drastic increase in any of the other areas. I think okay. with high performance gymnastics specifically, so the level mm -hmm. that we at, it is it's pretty expensive and it's hard to also, you know, with the minimal support and kind of funding that we get to mm. um, extend it into further areas. So where you are seeing it now is still, you know, in your Gauteng, Pretoria, um, Durban, Cape Town areas. Right. And yeah, hopefully, you know, we the goal is to still get it into more areas. You mentioned about the expense involved. Uh, Naveen, maybe I can ask you yeah. about this. Uh, typically, other than the fact that the special equipment that you need, the grips, maybe the mm. the outfits that you have, joining a club, those sort of things, what are, what would be the typical expenses of a, of a gymnast at the moment? Um, right now, it would also be to travel. Uh -huh. So a lot of trips, I know this is especially is self-funded and it's always, well, it's not hard. Well, it is hard to kind of get sponsors along and all of that. So it's always money that we have to take out of our own pocket or our parents. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. So it's uh, obviously you have to make a lot of sacrifices yeah. for the sport, not only in terms of time, but also in terms of finances yeah. as well. Definitely. So, so that is uh, obviously sponsorship would would be, would be great. But we've spoken about the Olympics, and I remember being in Athens in two thousand and four, and one of the loveliest gymnasts we've produced in this country, Zandre Labuskakhni, uh, who walked onto on, into the arena, and I had two goosebump moments in Athens. One was watching the opening ceremony live, and one was watching Zandre walk onto the floor and get introduced as as the first South African artistic gymnast in forty four years, I think it was at that time, with her coach Susie. Hersoman on the floor and she did the country proud but you uh, Caitlin are the first gymnast to have qualified um, automatically for the Olympics in 2019 you managed that and then you had to wait a year because of COVID so the story got put back a little bit but what a fantastic achievement for you and well done on that and just tell us a little bit about your Olympic experience. Um, thank you so much yeah no it was definitely I think one of the biggest highlights of my career it was something that both Naveen and I had been working towards our entire careers. And mm -hmm. for me personally, I looked at the Olympic Games as a young kid and it felt really like far-fetched. I was not sure that I was ever going to get there. But, you know, we kept the faith and we kept working hard. And I think after my qualification in 2019, you know, being the first woman to outright qualify for the Olympic Games at right. the World Championships was 
um, an, excre an extremely massive moment for me as it was, it felt like I'd broken this glass ceiling that, you know, we we never knew if it was possible to break. Um, but yeah, I think my Olympic experience was, it was interesting. I think, you know, the experience itself at the Olympics was amazing, but getting there was pretty tough. There were a lot of curveballs thrown at, at us in the um, along the journey with COVID and mm. then there were injuries also along the way. And, but, I, you know, I think for me, getting to the Olympic Games was one of my biggest highlights and to be able to walk away and call myself an Olympian yes. is a dream come true. Fantastic. Naveen, tell us about your experience leading up to the Olympics as well, because it's, it's just a fantastic achievement for any athlete to be able to participate in the, the pinnacle event in the sport. Yeah, so before COVID, we kind of knew that I had a chance to qualify at our continental African champs if I came became top two, providing that is from different countries. So it was quite hard. Also, the African champs being our first competition back since COVID, it was quite a tough one. Um, mm -hmm. But I managed to qualify, and yeah, I'm. It was a very surreal moment for me because I didn't qualify with the best comp ever but mm. just knowing that I did and I'm going to Tokyo was pretty amazing and then the Olympics itself was very surreal it was very different because um, it was also a, a very big competition with obviously no audience and mm. there wasn't a lot of that but the experience itself was pretty amazing and it's something that I am forever grateful for. And I suppose walking into that arena with alongside gymnasts like Simone Biles, who has done so much for the sport, and uh, Sunny Lee and various others from uh, the top gymnastics nations around the world. And South Africa was there proudly with a, with a strong team, with the two of you representing the country. Uh, what was that experience like? It was amazing, uh, Michael. I think for Naveen and I, you know, we had obviously worked towards this goal for really long. So um, to be one of the first in, in South Africa in quite a while to be walking out on the Olympic stage um, alongside all, you know, these huge role models that we've looked towards, um, look mm -hmm. up to our entire lives was, like Naveen said, I think a very surreal moment for us. And I think a very proud South African moment that, you know, we had gotten ourselves there with um, the support that we had, which was, if you compare it to, you know, what like people like Simone Biles and um, Suni Lee and them have is nothing compared to what they have. And right. I think the, the support and the funding and all of that. So I think it for me personally, it was a really proud moment to know that we were able to get there with, you know, the little that we did and mm. still walk away with a really pleasing result. And were you able to, when you were competing, were you able to switch off the, the magnitude of the occasion and just focus on it as if you were in the gym sort of training at, at JGC or wherever it is or does the moment I mean obviously those nerves have to get to you but how do you stay focused when you're performing a routine yeah I think it's a it's it's a balance it's an interesting balance because in the one breath you you know it's literally the biggest competition of your life you it's the Olympic Games I mean it doesn't right. get better than that and you obviously among such greatness and only the best in the world are there so your nerves are obviously shot through the roof but right. I think you as gymnasts, we taught to also approach every competition, no matter what it is, whether it's a nationals at, in South Africa or an Olympic Games, to approach it in the same mindset that right. it's just another routine at the end of the day. And we prepare all our lives for it. And you kind of mm -hmm. need to be able to like block all of that out. And the fact that it's the Olympics and it's this huge event and just do your job and do what you came there to do and focus on what you came there to do. 
And Naveen, for you, is it a case of also just blocking things out and saying, I've done this routine hundreds and hundreds of times in the gym over and over and over again. I just have to stick my dismounts. I just have to nail my elements and not go for too many risks. Just do what I do well and make it happen. Yeah, most of the time that is the case. Um, but for the Olympics, I won't lie. <laughs> it was. It started off a little shaky for me because I was actually first up on beam and I'm the person that kind of opened then our entire subdivision oh, for wow. us. So it was a lot. <laughs> I I always tell Kate and like I I don't even remember thinking. I just kind of went with it <laughs> and yeah, it did not really end well on beam. But um, after that, I kind of. I spoke to Ilza and I spoke to Kaitlyn and they kind of just helped me like gather myself and I pulled my pu I pulled it off. I competed the rest of my comp really beautifully and I'm proud of that. Great. That's uh, as long as you carry those yeah. great memories with you. <laughs> yeah. And we saw what happened to a gymnast of the caliber of Simone Biles. I mean that mm -hmm. she didn't have the best Olympics in the world. It can happen to the top gymnasts. It's happened over the years. Kerry Strug, that famous story in 1996 when she vaulted with her, with her ankle injury and still won team gold for her team. They are, they're fantastic stories that come out of an Olympic experience. So I suppose you've, got, you've always got that as a memory to drag onto. Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, the whole spirit of, you know, the Olympic Games is, you know, we've, we know as athletes how hard we've worked to get there. And at the end of the day, I think getting to the Olympic Games was the biggest achievement done and yes you want to have a, an amazing comp but like you know with Naveen if it does st start off if it did start off a bit rocky you are still able to I think pull it together because at the end of the day like said you are there to enjoy it you've mm. got you've worked all your life to get there you need to at least enjoy the moment so yeah we will be talking further to our Olympians in studio. It's Caitlin Ruskrans and Naveen Darius after this. If you have any questions that you'd like to pose to them at the end of our interview, you can use our WhatsApp number or send us a voice note, or you can even call the studio 0860-002032. We'll be getting into Commonwealth Games, also uh, the African Championships, which take place at the end of May, and talk about a little bit about that and about some of the other achievements and difficulties that the ladies have faced in their gymnastics career. All that after this. And then you too. What's with the picnic basket, sunglasses, towel and laughing? Life, my girl. The good life. <laughs> I can see that. Well, enjoy your youth, parents. At the GEPF, giving our members and pensioners peace of mind is what we strive for. Our investment portfolio grew by 201 billion rand to 2.3 trillion rand in the 2021-2022 financial year after paying 136 billion rands in benefits. Tomorrow shouldn't be a worry when today is done right. GEPF, your investment, your future. Top Sport on SAFM. So we're talking gymnastics in this segment. Lots of time devoted to this wonderful, wonderful sport, aesthetically pleasing sport. I can tell you half-time in the Europa League, it's nil-nil between Feyenoord and Roma. That match taking place in Holland. But chatting to Caitlin and Naveen. Uh, Naveen, I want to ask you about something that I, I read about you recently that makes it astonishing, your achievements. I mean, the fact that you... Uh, are, are basically it's hard enough when you're doing gymnastics and being able to see the apparatus but the fact that you are visually impaired so to speak that maybe I'd like to ask you about that and in terms of dimensions to particularly on bars when you're trying release moves or maybe on beam when you're trying to spot the beam or the floor uh, just tell us a little bit about how you've overcome that because that, it's astonishing that you're able to achieve such great successes. Thank you. <laughs> so basically with my one eye, so it doesn't really work when my other eye is open. So, and I really struggle with my depth perception. Yeah. But I think because 
I grew up like this and I started gymnastics when I was really young. I I don't really think it was a big problem for me. Like now and then it, things are a little harder, but I mean, it's not, it's not terrible. Like I feel like it's how I grew up. So I don't really even see it as a big problem anymore. Like I think I see the same thing as what Caitlin sees. <laughs> Probably not true at all, but <laughs> that's just how I train and that's uh -huh. how I kind of went about it. So. so it's become almost a norm for Yeah, you. basically. I know everyone always makes jokes that I can't see or <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this, but yeah, it's kind of just a norm for me. It's Well, it's a weapon. I mean, if, yeah. you, if you do have a fall or you do have an unsuccessful stunt, you can blame it on yeah, that. Yeah, just so. blame it on the eye. Oh, I fell off beam. Just, You've got it was my eye. <laughs> Also, in the code, I mean, the gymnastics code has changed so often, it's difficult for laymen, so to speak, to keep track of what's a good score, what's a bad score, how scores get determined. But they're also in gymnastics. It's a bit of a unique situation that certain elements and certain moves are named after the gymnasts who first performed them. I remember in South Africa, we had the Hutchin, named after Simon Hutchin in men's gymnastics, and we've had the Kovac on men's high bar and various other things, the Jaeger, the, I don't know, there's so many mm -hmm. that, that I can think of named after different gymnasts. Are we going to have the Ruskans or the, or the Darius soon? <laughs> and if, if you had a move named after you, what would be, uh, what would be your specialist move? Oh, Whoa. that's an interesting one. It's weird because I actually like, there were a few times where I actually asked Ilza, I'm like, you huh? need to look in the code for me. Like what isn't there? in the code yeah. already that I can try. Because I mean, I did at a point really want to try and get the Rosecrans in, not sure what it would be, but I think right. if anything, I would love it to be on bar. Okay. Personally. Fair <laughs> enough. And for you? Um, I think I would like to do something on floor. It probably wouldn't be like a huge tumble, but like <laughs> maybe a spin or two or a combination of it. I think that would be really cool. And I mean, I love floor, so. I would want it to be on floor. Okay, fair enough. We'll look out for that. And <laughs> if I'm commentating on gymnastics in the future, I'll throw that in. Uh, let's talk about African champs. Obviously, you achieved something really fantastic for, for the country. The first South African winner in African champs since 2014, last year in, in Egypt. And I know how hard it is. I've commentated and announced many, many different events. I know there's a lot of confrontation between the judges, the North African judges compared to the South African judges <laughs> and many battles over the years. And it's difficult for a South African gymnast to go to a country like Egypt and perform so well. So that is a, an amazing achievement for you. Uh, how did that experience go for you in Egypt? Yeah, it, I think it was it was an amazing experience for me. Um, also, one of the highlights of my career. It was my first all-round African okay. championship championship title, and yeah, I had a pretty decent comp. I was very happy with it. I had a clean comp, and that's exactly what I went to do. And I think coming out as an African champion was really just the cherry on top of it all. And for me, once again, just showing you know the capability of South African gymnasts that right. it, it is possible and you mentioned something earlier know that it does become a bit harder when you go to a foreign country and you have to still try and perform you know you don't mm. have really have home advantage it's not um, anything that you used to but we've also been traveling for so long that you kind of get used to that but yeah it was uh, it was a really big highlight for me. Fantastic. Well done on that. Of course, a chance to get revenge, so to speak, or not <laughs> revenge, but a chance to host the event uh, 26th and 27th of, of May, if I've got it correct, at the Hartfelt Arena in Pretoria. African champs again. All the, the North African nations who are very strong in gymnastics will be coming to South Africa to compete against you guys. Uh, Naveen, are you looking forward to that competition? And can we keep the South African flag flying high? Yes, definitely. I Like you said, it's a... Another chance of 
let's not say revenge, but mm-hmm. to redeem ourselves. I mean, every year we come second. So, and I really do believe like we have the best team right now and I really do believe that we can win this African Champs and send an entire team to this year's World Championships at the end of the year. And talking about Team South Africa, let's talk about the Commonwealth Games briefly as well. Last year in Birmingham, achieving fantastic results, coming fourth overall as a team, which has never been done before in South Africa, and lots of individual performances to be proud of. Share with us, uh, Caitlin, I'll start with you, some of your Commonwealth Games experiences from last year. Yeah, Commonwealth was uh, an amazing experience. For me, it was my biggest career highlight. Um, As I think in all aspects, personally and as a team, like you said, we came out with um, an historic, sorry, (laughs) a historic team placement coming out as fourth. And our goal was actually fifth. So we, you know, went up and above and beyond what we kind of set out for ourselves. So that was amazing. And personally, I also came out with a bronze medal on bar. And it was a big goal that I'd set out for myself at the beginning of the year. So to have actually achieved it, you know, put in the hard work and walked away with that bronze medal was the biggest highlight of my career. And that's a, a first ever, a first ever medal on bars for South Africa at the Commonwealth Games. So a fantastic achievement. Yeah, no, definitely. Thank you. And Naveen, how was your experience? And like Caitlin said, it was pretty amazing. Um, I always get so happy talking about the Commonwealth Games because <laughs> there was a lot of um, really historic results, like the fourth in the team final. Um, I came sixth in the AA final, which is pretty amazing. And it's funny enough, my goal at the Commonwealth Games was just to completely have fun and to really enjoy my experience there and having the best results from that is just the cherry on top of everything it was just really amazing and yeah and now of course uh, olympic games around the corner next year again another olympics and how does qualifying for those olympics work do you have to go through uh, certain qualifying procedures or does the federation put you up or uh, put your name up for uh, for qualification how does that work Yeah, so we actually have to go through a qualification procedure and there's competitions that you have to go to and we've actually really started that process. It started now at nationals. So we had to... The, the top five at nationals, that is the African champs team. So Naveen and I are, you know, luckily a part of that five um, that are going to African champs. And now at African championships, that's where we have to um, qualify to world championships, either as a team or as individuals. But our biggest goal is definitely a team because like Naveen said, mm-hmm. this is the, if there was one year to, to do it, it was this year. Um, we have a very strong team this year. And then going to the world championships, once we've, crossing our fingers, once we've, got in there um it's then to that is where the final qualification for paris will be and we have to place within a certain number of goals and yeah go, hopefully we'll be paris bound <laughs> is there a set score then that you have to try and achieve in terms of african champs to be able to make qualification or is it just overall your your performances uh, it's just overall our performances it's kind of we just kind of have to beat egypt at this point yeah, we have to come first as yeah a team. we have to come first as and a team. yeah like it's very possible and but yeah we have to hold it together this this year and i think like said with we have home advantage it's we're gonna be in pretoria we have our families we have a crowd that we can bring along with us that we're hoping you know heartfelt arena will be filled up because at the end of the day it's a continental champs it's massive and i think it will be amazing before i ask you just to wrap up your final thoughts we're just going to go to a quick ad break and then i'll just get final thoughts from you on your careers ahead and what you're hoping to achieve in the next year or so 
The infamous phrase to deter criminals. As relentless as criminals are, so are the survivors who instinctively chose to fight back at the face of an attack. Catch Vimba every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. only on SABC2. So just to round off our gymnastics interview before we listen to Michael Flissmas's piece on the golf. Uh, ladies, while we've got you in studio, there's uh, lots of exciting things coming up, obviously, in the world of gymnastics. The next big thing is, of course, the African champs, as we've said, uh, coming up towards the end of May. What are you hoping to achieve now? What are your immediate aims in the year ahead? Um, yeah, for me, it would definitely be the biggest team goal would be to... Um, win this year's African Championships and therefore qualify team to World Championships. And personally for me at the World Championships, I would hope to achieve my qualification for Paris. Um, it is a really big goal. And then, of course, be off to Paris next year. Mm. We're holding fingers. But yeah, we have a, a lot of hard work to do, but I believe we can do it. And you've had so many PBs all the time, uh, just <laughs> one event after another. So we wish you everything of the best with that. And Naveen, obviously your sister also involved in gymnastics and on the fringe of the team as well. So a bit of a family occasion. But what are your aims specifically uh, ahead? Um, very similar to Caitlin. Like she said, the biggest team goal would be to qualify an entire team to world championships. And then over there, same as Caitlin, to qualify for Paris and to kind of just... Well, my aim right now is to kind of enjoy every competition I'm at because I know in the past I kind of struggled with that. So right now I'm just kind of taking it one competition at a time and I really want to enjoy the entire process of it. Ladies, it's been an absolute pleasure having you in studio. Thank you so much for representing your sport with such great distinction. We wish you every success in the days, weeks, months and years ahead and look forward to plenty of successes at the Olympics and otherwise. Caitlin Roskrans, Naveen Darius, a pleasure having you in studio. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. And I promise you the walk down the stairs will be a little bit easier <laughs> than coming up. Let's go straight into that golf promo with Michael Flissmas.